Say God why. bless the queen. <laughs> God save the prince. Because <laughs> one way or another, he get his ass toe up. If the words zoom, zoom, zoom mean nothing to you, this podcast ain't for you. If you didn't hear Beyonce's first draft of the Renaissance, this podcast ain't for you. And if you're still pronouncing that word for an internet joke as Mimi, this podcast ain't for you. Welcome back. How Hello. you doing? Hi. Sit back, relax, and welcome to you, Mad. It's a meme, the show that discusses things you thought you gave a fuck about this week. And it is your boy, Chuck. And Jordan. Yeah, man. Episode 54. 54 podcasts of this shit. We're almost to deep YouTube cut 55. I don't I don't know what that is. That was that was YouTube before YouTube was what it is now. Oh. You had to like go show somebody something on a browser. It's mm. one of like the original original videos. I think it's from the same people that did End of Z World. Have you seen that? No. I'll show him later. Okay. That's a that's a YouTube deep dive like before anybody was on or knew how to upload videos. So I'm just not privy. Is what like you're saying. I'm talking about two thousand. Oh hell no. I was still trying to figure out how to watch porn in 2000. <laughs> yeah. Aim porn was, wasn't free then. Instant know? Messenger was definitely still a thing when these videos were hot. Got you. Got you. So how you been, Jordan? <laughs> Good. How you been, Chuck? I've, I've been fine. I've been fine. I'm breathing oxygen, so I'm here. Uh, we're both fresh off a nap, too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was supposed to happen a long time ago, but both of us were asleep. Right, right. We were supposed to record earlier this week. It didn't happen. Uh, we still wanted to get y'all some content, so we chose Sunday. So, you know, the episode is a little late, but you still got it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, Sundays are built for naps. Uh, it is God said you're supposed to rest, and I <laughs> took Sabbath. that to heart, uh, so I'll be <laughs> napping. Um, but... Now we're recording. Okay. Now, now it's time to get to business. Okay. Uh, we we gotta we gotta start start off with the the heavy hitter. Okay. I feel like you finna you finna be on their side. No, I'm not actually. Um, but Beyonce, the the Renaissance album. Did you listen to it? I did. Okay. Was you fucking with it? Yeah, it was cool. Um, I when I initially listened to it, it it's a bop. Like you know, mm-hmm. Beyonce is never gonna miss. Like, she is the epitome of perfection. But I was listening to it like, Beyonce just fucks shit up. Like, I I don't want to hear everybody else do what she can do. Which is what they're absolutely about to do. Yeah, because um, not only, like, she, this house music shit isn't going to sound proper from anybody but Beyonce. When Drake tried it, it was a fucking fail. Like it was only one song on there that actually worked, but the the house music, the dance music, the music for the girls, lead that to Beyonce. But everybody's finna give an attempt, and I don't think R and B and pop and whatever the the culture should be moving in this fucking direction. I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> I I'll let Beyonce ride through, but everybody else, fuck that. Like it, it's going to get annoying. If she sets the trend, which she typically does. The biggest thing about House, too, is it's so hard to differentiate different songs. And that's that was the thing about Drake's album is it all sounded like the same thing. Right. All um, yours, mm, mm, mm. That's not even really the kind of house that they're doing, though. They're doing a little more like medium tempo to that, which is n- not my 
cup of tea either. It's better than dubstep, though. Let's be clear. Or sure. like electric or like techno. Sure. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. Per usual, I listened to it and was like, this is cool. And now songs are growing on me. Drake and Beyonce, it's always the same for me, except for since four, probably. <clears throat> Stuff come back out of the woodwork where other people like play it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a bop. Yeah. I fucks with that. Yeah, so the album overall, great, cool, we understand. Beyonce doesn't miss. But what happened afterwards is boggling my mind. I do not understand how the UK has this much power. <laughs> but it's not just the UK. But that's where they the I know, but the were waves you, were coming from. Did were you not here for the whole Lizzo thing? I d- ignored all that shit. Okay, so Beyonce was not first, but what we're talking about is spaz is a derogatory term in the UK specifically. Like we've heard spaz, you spaz out, whatever, but it's got a lot heavier connotations across the pond. And Beyonce put it in a song, in one of her songs. And so a lot of people felt like it was ableist and fucked up. And it just happened with Lizzo who just put out her album. And Lizzo said, I hear you. I didn't think it was the UK, but maybe it was. I didn't read that deep into it either. It just said Lizzo's fans asked her to remove it. And so she said, heard you put out a different version. Here's my thing, bro. I understand, like, if you're a global artist, you have to maybe be, like, uniform. But she's a U.S.-based artist. In our culture, I have never heard someone say spaz is derogatory. That has been a part of our culture ever since we was little. People, we even if that was derogatory, we've never even used it as like an ableist body. Oh, you're spazzing out if you have some kind of nervous issue. Like we use it like, oh, I'm losing control. Like I'm doing what I want to. I'm moving freely. I I don't care about my consequences. That's how we've always used spaz. Like I don't see how somebody can listen to it and be like. Uh, she's talking about us and she's demeaning us and whatever, whatever. Like, that, how could you even correlate the two? I mean, to be fair, there's plenty of situations where people have been told, like, you can't do that. And people have just been like, yeah, fuck your feelings. I don't care. If, you, if you're ignorant to the situation and someone's educating you, then you got to be like, listen but to But where it. does it stop then? I don't know. Because if I say shut the fuck up, does that mean I'm... T- talking down on people who don't have uh, voices and are uh, deaf. You're being real hyperbolic right now. I'm going to continue. If, if I say you're full of shit and I'm I'm talking about people who have fucked up digestive systems, like where where if everybody has a voice and it's not like I'm you're white and saying nigga, or it's not like I am calling somebody the f word, or it's not like. I'm saying the R word or it's it's words and triggers. And there are definitely more that we're unfolding and being corrected on as the time goes on. But spaz fam is is that that's the fucked up thing. It's somebody else's experience that I don't understand, man. Get the fuck. I wouldn't have changed the shit. <laughs> I'm leaving spaz in there and I might have changed one of the song titles of spaz. But I guess if you are trying to make the global dollar and she has to make a global tour, you appease. But to me, that just 
that feels like everybody can say anything and then just make artists change their their content because my feelings are hurt (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know where i land on it i think it is a bit excessive to be like i don't know i feel like the ability to be able to change so much after it's out is also a bit much like the way that we couldn't get a final Kanye album until like a month later because this motherfucker kept changing shit and deleting shit and taking stuff off. Mm-hmm. That to me is really wild. Like it's out there if you, <clears throat> I mean, I guess if you have the power to change it, you should, if you like actually feel sorry about it or like care. But I mean, what can you do? Cause it, it's a understandable Difference of culture, if this is what it is. But I'm pretty sure there are people here in the States that have, like, also have connotations from that. I really don't think the UK is, like, the drive. I think they're the driving force, and I think that's where people have taken it with this. But, like, no one brought that up when it, when it happened with Lizzo's song literally two weeks ago. They were just like, yeah, this community does not fuck with this word. You probably should have, you know, should have known that. And she apologized and then took how, it out. How should you have even known that? I don't know. How should you know anything? But if you don't know and someone explains it to you, it's not your job to tell them that their experience is not real. I'm not saying their experience isn't real. I'm saying that. But word, you are, though, because you're telling them, well, that's your feelings. So no, I'm saying that word doesn't mean what you're saying. But we, it does always... to this community. How can you tell them that it doesn't when that's how they feel? <laughs> that's how they feel. That's what they've been through. So you don't again, know. Where does it stop? Ain't nobody called you a spaz. They, people said I've spazzed out before. <laughs> they were like, hey, you, you, you was wilding. You spazzed out. I okay. do think uh, uh, an apology is uh, suffices, is sufficient in that situation. But to change the song. And then she removed the Khalees shit. Oh, I'm ready Khalees, to talk about the Khalees shit. Because Khalees was complaining. Because she didn't do right And that was another situation. So the the thing about House is it comes from DJing and it comes from spinning records and turning them into, you know, remixes of other things. Like it is literally club music and club music is based out of spinning vinyls of other records and making them into songs. So half of this album, we talked about a little bit on the last one, are interpolations, which is my new favorite thing that I'm like reading about. Because I've always like, I love following a sample down the line and I follow a couple of accounts that like will show you the history of like a song or whatever. And this interpolation shit is, is interesting because it's not like you're actually sampling the song, but you're taking the sound from the song and then using it in a new way, but you technically didn't create the sounds. So it is still a version of sampling. I'm not the person to be explaining all of this. It's really interesting, but yeah, Khalees took that shit and fucking ran with it. And got on the internet and showed her ass about it. And I guess she feels some type of way because I feel like she thinks that people look at her like a one-hit wonder. And she and but like you did nothing but prove that you look bitter, sis. Like I get it. Like people have been stealing like your steves for a minute. You don't feel like you got the credit that you deserve. But Beyonce not the one to come after, fam. (laughs) But her steves wasn't necessarily hers. Her steves was the result of Pharrell Pharrelling. He created the Khalees sound and Khalees just so happened to be the artist that took it. She may have, you know, altered it, whatever, but that was Pharrell doing uh, my milkshake. That was Pharrell doing, uh, she, another one of her hits, like Pharrell produced it. 
So the sound, and I think that's where it got confused because Beyonce doesn't have to go to Khalees to get anything cleared. She goes to Pharrell mm-hmm. because Pharrell made the beat or whoever is all over, whoever owns the, the masters and the rights to the song. So Khalees was saying, we're in the same circles. You should have asked me for permission. And Beyonce, like, I asked my nigga Pharrell. Pharrell gave me permission. I don't have to come to you. Yeah. And it, it, you fucked up those many moons ago, and you want to get your get back and say, oh, no, this is my sound. This is my music. Technically, it's not. And it sucks as an artist with somebody to take something without you hearing it first or whatever. But that's just how you got got. Yeah, and if you claim to be somebody that, like, loves and respects, like, hip-hop in general... That is what hip hop is. And you should have been honored. That's what it's all. You should have been fucking honored. Let's really, (laughs) let's get down to it. You should have been honored. Because no matter who you are, no matter how you look at it, Beyonce is the cream of the crop. There is nobody higher than her. She is in the same stratosphere as the Michael Jacksons, the Princes, the Elvis Presleys, the goats of all time type Mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so for her to take something that you did and made money from and you are synonymous with, like, yeah, you you get boost people. All she had to do was come out and say, Beyonce sampled my shit. She may not have asked me for it, but it's dope that I'm a part of this record, whatever, whatever. All the beehive is going to be like, who the fuck is Khalees? Then all of your shit gets bumped up because they all start listening to your music. And you got one of the greatest milkshake and steel one of the the best Most, vibes. Yeah, recognizable. Yeah. yeah. That four, four, what is it, the stanza? Four, four beats? Mm. That's what it's called? Yeah, a bar. Okay, yeah. Or that, bars. That bar is easily recognizable, just like Cash Money 99-2000. Everybody fucking knows that shit. Yeah. You should have just, you know. And in a generation, your, one of these kids is coming up that's like in middle school right now is going to remix it and not ask for your permission because they're not going to have to. And they're going to have a bunch of people trying to, like, probably going to do a dance to my milkshake or some shit. Exactly. You feel like you could have been the TikTok sensation, but you instead decided to be better. One of my one of my favorite tweets was, Khalees really did all that just for Beyonce to be like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Exactly. <laughs> and you just pulled it off. And I wish you would have kept it on there because that shit did. It went hard. Yeah, that shit. I was like, okay. Yeah. YouTube got it somewhere, though. Yeah. I know, I know they do. And you know, there's a producer that that put that shit together. That's like, man, fuck. <laughs> Just mad than a motherfucker. Thought you came up with the with the new shit, shit. Not to bring up my boy, but that's what fucked up Crit's first album. Mm. Is he was so used to sampling, and then Def Jam wouldn't do shit to help him clear any samples. Right. And he didn't know how to produce shit outside of that, and refused to have anybody else help him on a on his uh, debut. Yeah. Under yeah. a label. So, yeah, there's a lot of people out there don't know how to do anything else because that is the nature of hip-hop and DJing and house and things like that. You're using other music and then flipping it into something else. And there is an art form to that. Mm -hmm. And there's something to be said for it. And, yeah, you should have been fucking honored. And now you just... I mean, here's, here's the thing. Speak your truth, speak your peace. Was it worth it? Nah. (laughs) Wasn't worth it. Because at the end of the day, you're looking like boo-boo the fool. And Beyonce's doing all of this shit without actually saying anything. She's just doing it. Yeah, she's just doing it. No statements. <laughs> just, I right, take right. spaz out the fucking time. Yeah, exactly. Fuck That's the biggest thing is like, I mean, what what does it hurt you to, all right, whatever. 
Don't even worry about it. <laughs> all, right, all right, man. Just all right. Take Khalees sample off the shit. It is what it is. Just use a regular beat. It, I just made a billion dollars off that shit. <laughs> Who These gives a shit? <laughs> She's already working on Renaissance 3. It, apparently, <laughs> this is a trilogy. She's already done with 2. Hopefully, it's back R&B shit. And then 3 is some rap shit. And she just changing the game altogether. This is the year of Beyonce. Get the fuck out of the way. It's fucking Beyonce. Jesus. <laughs> with that being said, I know you're upset about this house wave. But there's a reason it's called Renaissance. And when Drake put his shit out, he literally said, just because y'all don't know about it yet, don't worry about it. It'll come to you later. Like his statement when people were being very critical of his album when it came out was like, I get it. Y'all not there yet. We'll see. Drake Drake can't say that, but he can say that. Now, if Kanye said it, I'd be like, all right, this motherfucker figured <laughs> some shit out. Because Kanye always pushes an envelope and is always years above his time. But since Beyonce is doing it, fine. Maybe there is some kind of new new way we should be listening to music. But fuck Drake. He literally pushed his album out before Beyonce just so he could say he got there first. <laughs> and then it, it's not Beyonce shit. I'm, I'm never going to listen to that album again. Ever. The only one, one of the songs towards the end of the track, like... And be a young boy, uh, one of the mm-hmm. young niggas. That shit go hard, but uh, the rest of that shit is mm-mm. it. Is it sticky? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that that Drake Drake hit with that one, but uh, everything else, nah, it's a no go. Speaking of Drake, because I'm moving on. <laughs> I just that's I don't I don't care. Is my final stance sure. on that? Sure. She has the means to just change the shit, and it's still gonna make the money. So if that made y'all feel better. All right. Um, this weekend, Drake had his festival in Toronto. I can't remember what it's called. Probably OBO, OBO Fest. Yeah, some that sounds shit. about right. Um, and, but he had a Young Money reunion. And I can't say I've ever had a moment where I just stand anybody from Young Money. However, it made me realize how much influence the three, the big three, Nikki, Drake, and Lil Wayne had on our youth as a collective, mm-hmm. like every single year from seventh grade to when we graduated to past graduate, a couple years into college, we're dominated by those three in one way or another. Yep. Like it is so wild how much influence they had on us. It's probably the the best run from a label that's ever been had. Uh, maybe the TDE in the early 2000s, but the fact that Everything they did was gold. Gold. And then Lil Wayne was steamrolling away with the Carters and the the mixtapes and the uh, stealing everybody's beats and, and <laughs> killing it. And you had Nicki like revolutionizing the way that women are uh, looked at in the industry. And then you had like the point uh, the the shooting guard Drake just sitting there just <laughs> yeah. shooting jumpers. Literally just, just Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. <laughs> Just from the fucking three-point line. Like, don't even worry from about the it, fam. Logo. I'm, finna, I'm finna make sure all these motherfuckers know I'm an emotional-ass yellow boy. Playboy out here in these streets. So, they they did their fucking job. And then I seen Lil Wayne uh, said Carter Six on the way. Little Wayne. Yeah, I saw that, too. Yeah. I was like, okay. I, it, we'll see, my it guy. It is what it is. Like, he, he needs to get back on the lean. If he's back on the lean, I'm excited. I was excited. just about to say... Drug free? I don't know. Yeah, man. This, I mean, not that he's drug drug free, but he's like, 
this diet Wayne ain't the same. <laughs> the, as the, the Wayne Light just ain't quite getting it. Yeah, man, that that Wayne with the promethazine in it. <laughs> Petite Wayne, <laughs> not quite hitting. Yeah, man, the same. But yeah, that, that just kind of warmed my heart. And they were like, Nikki posted a picture of the three of them that I re- is like an iconic image to me. And it was back when Nikki had the two tone wig, the pink and the black. She used to wear mm-hmm. all the time with the bang, the bang, and she was appropriating Chinese culture every day. Yep, yep, yep. Fuck Chinese and Japanese. And we didn't know shit. We was like, damn, this shit cute as hell. Hey, Between her sweet. and fucking Gwen Stefani, we was all out here trying to look like a Harajuku doll. Mm-hmm. Didn't know shit about it. Didn't know where Harajuku was. But we was like, yeah, that's the shit right there. We were asleep. We were asleep. Now we too woke. We went through a woke, <laughs> woke area. Now we too fucking woke. And we take a spaz out of songs and shit. Uh, I can't wait till next year when we fucking not breathing oxygen because everybody, I don't know. We got to... <laughs> We have a blind day to make sure we know how it feels to be blind. <laughs> everybody everybody walks around like it's the quiet place. Yeah. Just so you can. <laughs> mm-hmm. To to show uh, awareness awareness for everybody with a struggle. All able bodies. The next day you have to struggle. find yourself a pair of noise canceling headphones so you can understand what it's like to not hear. That, that's what it is. Everybody has to, every able body has to pick a disability and go through the day with it. Before the year is up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how we, you know, that's the ultimate wokeness awareness. Like, if you white. Do you get you, a penalty or do you get an incentive? Uh, I say tax incentive. An incentive. No, 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 no. Like, you, you get a, um, a social, a social, like, coupon <laughs> to, to, like, get you out of j- the shit, the fire for free. So, like, let's say if you were caring and you, like, fucked up. And you was like being real caring, but you uh, participated in Disability Day. You you can just be like, no, but I participated, so y'all got to give so me. So your coupon's good for anything not in the realm of the thing that you participated in. <laughs> Basically, so so you go blind for a day, and you can get out of a situation where you call. You can say nigga, yeah, 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 yeah. Because no, no, I, I have love in my heart. I. I uh, got you. Got a coupon. <laughs> that shit sounds like a Chappelle show sketch. Like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, damn. We was going to whip your ass. Yeah, but, but, but I guess you did you participate in, you know, Disability Day. So got it. We, we're going to let you go. But don't say that shit again. <laughs> you used your coupon. Yeah. Try yeah. again in 365. Exactly. Exactly. I think I think we can make that happen. You got to do it in January that way. You know, you got the rest of the months. Like a soft purge. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Everybody just walking around, you know, some kind of non-ableness. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out. And technically, I don't have to do it because I'm not. Oh, so if you have something. Yeah, you don't have to do it. <laughs> but that defeats You need to learn for other people's experiences. Oh, so I still got to do it, even though I'm not able-bodied. <laughs> do you... I'm not. <laughs> I am not. Every I, job I apply for, they tell me I have a disability every time. And well, I'm like, I don't think I do, but okay, if you say so. I don't tell them about it. But So do you me. But do you inherently get one coupon for free for already having something? Ooh. No, so I still got to earn my coupon then, yeah. right? Yeah, so you're right. You're right. I got I to gotta participate in some shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I will do the non-hearing. I'd, I'd be deaf for a day. Okay. What would you pick? Um, I don't know. I'm going to title this podcast Disability Day. No, do not. <laughs> do, do the fuck not. And see how many hits Think we again, get. my guy. Please. 
think again. Disability day. Apple gonna be like, what? <laughs> Are you sure you want to label this that? Um, you gotta pick one before we move on. I'm I uh, communication, not speaking. That's gonna be hard for you. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a challenge. Maybe I'll get an extra coupon. Oh, because for picking something, mm-hmm. I need that. You need like an evaluator to know like how how much does this actually impact your life? Yes. You know what? Uh, you mad at some memers? We're going to do this. Start of 2023. We're going to pick a disability, and we are going to go through the day, at least the working day, uh, using. We're trimers. not doing that. Okay. I, I'm going to do it. I want to I wanna be non-abled one day and just see how much of a struggle this is going to be. This Listen, you're pushing it. You're getting way out of pocket. Well, I'm a loose penny then, motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. Don't mind me. Moving <laughs> on. Um. So you watched the video of the kid with his his con. His con. <laughs> his con. I've seen it on uh, TikTok a couple times, but I didn't watch it. But everybody was like, "This is the cutest shit ever." Wait, time out before we move on. I have, speaking of TikTok, have you seen the video of the family that uh, plays the Quiet Place game? Mm-mm. They all they blindfold somebody. With a Nerf gun. It was a serious Nerf gun, too. It was shooting out little BBs. But they were, mm. like, orange. And then everybody hides in, like, one room. And then they just go around and try to find everybody with, like, the blindfold on. So the noise you make makes them look. It's an old-ass game. But mm. still, very funny. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm with that. We can do that next game night. Anyway, the kid with the with the con. With the con. Uh, yeah, so I seen it a few times on TikTok. Didn't watch it. Or Instagram. Whatever the social media. T- Twitter, I think it was. Uh, I seen it. Finally, I watched it. I was like, this is some of the cutest shit ever. <laughs> and he was so articulate. He was so, so articulate. Yeah, for somebody to be solid seven or some shit <laughs> and look like his grandma was with him. And she was like, yeah, baby, I taught you all the <laughs> this motherfucking This is what words. we do all day. Mm-hmm. But it's just a video of a kid getting um, interviewed. This channel is called Recess Therapy. So they just go and talk to kids and just let the kids brighten your day. And this kid has a fucking thesis about why corn is the best thing in the world the best thing i wanted to get some fucking it made me want to get some corn for sure definitely bumped up corn stock prices (laughs) by himself and he had no teeth he didn't have any front teeth to eat the corn and he was tearing that motherfucker up it only had like three kernels on it left and it was putting sound effects into (laughs) now he went the fuck in on that corn (laughs) and then uh after they did the like two minute interview with him they asked another kid, like, do you like corn? She was like, no. <laughs> and then that was the end of it. Like, don't nobody else fuck with corn like my man's fuck with corn. The cut was, too. They were, he was like, yeah, all they have to do is try it, and then they'll like it. Do you like corn? No. <laughs> cut back to him. <laughs> corn is the best. <laughs> Especially with butter. Yes. With butter. <laughs> Ever since they told me it was real, <laughs> what does that mean? Hey, man, it was a figment of his imagination till you know what I'm saying? They presented him with the corn. The cream corn. How many ways can you eat corn? Popcorn. That's my favorite version of corn. On the cob. Cream corn. I've never been a giant Elote. fan of corn. I do like a street corn. But. you So you like your corn from the streets. A little hood corn. <laughs> yeah. A little spice to them. Yeah. A little cheese. A little. I forgot what the cheese they put in there. The mayonnaise, the parquet. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that. I like my my corn hot, popped. You know what I'm saying? A little butter on it. All right. A little salt. 
That's exciting. If you like to watch a video that warms your heart, it's on the internet. Please find it. You can easily find it. Go Little to boy Twitter, is corn. Put Jimmy Crack Corn. And he cared. He cared a lot about that corn. <laughs> uh, what else we got? <laughs> Another video that was going viral on Twitter. Oh, yes, because all of my shit does come from Twitter. Uh, Gordon Ramsay. Mm-hmm. This was a few weeks ago, but I still think it was funny as I watched it a few moments ago. This man is at a farm or some kind of place, and there were lambs in a little pen. Little pen, and he like jogs over there, and he's like, obviously doing it for the camera, but it's like, who who is getting eaten today? Type shit. Like, who's gonna get chopped up? He was like shit. so excited to go pick up this little baby lamb. Yeah, and then he hops the fence and goes, yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah, and then all the the lamb just like scurried the other way. <laughs> And here's the reality, because there was, like, backlash because he d- created the video. That's what the fuck is done every day to eat. Every day. Like, and it's not even that pleasant of a process. <laughs> no one else makes it that that nice. They're yeah. literally just snatching them motherfuckers and killing them. When you eating your chicken, your steak, your pork, your fish, it's not like they just magically get created. You have to kill the shit, chop the shit, prepare the food. He just showed you the beginning process. Like, who is getting slaughtered today? It's the fucking Hunger Games every day for them lamb. Mm-hmm. They eventually going to get, hey, we need to eat. Eating. Come on, fam. Even the <laughs> even the lettuce, even if you don't eat meat, those are still living organisms, motherfuckers. And they have to get picked, too. Not the organism. Yes. They got... Uh, they got cells. Yeah, mitochondria and shit. <laughs> That's the powerhouse of the cell, motherfucker. <laughs> You don't know nothing about the chloroform, chlorophyll, chlorophyll. <laughs> chloroform is drug. Chlorophyll is is uh, what makes them green. Hey, boy, if I don't know the fucking power of a cell, photosynthesis. You don't know nothing about photosynthesis. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, so that yeah. public school to work. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my science teachers out there. Um, but yeah, everything is living. Everything has to get picked to feed us. It's not like. It's the circle of life. Exactly. He's just showing you that harsh reality. Yeah, he just did it a little <clears throat> positively, a little bubbly, and I don't know yeah. how the internet felt about that. Yeah, now lambs are a little delicacy, you know, a little lamb chop. And the lamb chops are delicious. Yeah, man, but when and you it eat is them, motherfuckers. Because they are babies, but golly. Bye bye, black shit. <laughs> Had a little wolf. And, you know, it is what it is. I don't even fuck with lamb like that. I no. eat it, but it's not like I'm. Yummy, yummy. I'm a steak guy, and I will fuck a cow up to get my steak. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That cow will get slaughtered. There was that. I think we talked about it on the pod before, but uh, the video of, uh, I guess it was so hot, like 400 cows died in the pasture. And I'm like, so is the steak steaking or not? Because I still <laughs> going to eat that shit. If they ain't died from an unnatural causes and it was just heat, that means it's already a little bit cooked, and I'm prepared. Give, give me the, the top sirloin. And I'm going to show you what to do with it. I'm perfecting how to cook my steak and shit. Mm. I know how to reverse sear some shit now. I'll be, <laughs> be out here in these streets. I'll be doing my Googles. Man, and we both fuck with pork. And pork is the worst sound when yeah. it comes to getting slaughtered in yeah, the man. world. And they have like the little punch thing that get them in the back of their neck. <laughs> but that bacon dough, I need it. Let me tell you something. I had some of the most fire bacon today. Where? They got it from, it was in my parents' fridge. As I'm going through scavenging, per usual, 
and there's a to-go container. I pull it out, and it's a single strip of bacon. And I said, why the fuck did y'all bring home this one piece of bacon? And my dad was like, eat that shit right now. <laughs> he was like, I was just going to tell you to try that. You need to try that right now. <laughs> and it was from this brunch at this place called The Shop uh, Something Something. It's over on 183, and it's a place where people can go. You can store, like, your vehicles, mainly cars. You can also work on them or have other people work on them. And on the weekends, they do brunches. And if you, they have, like, little car shows. And then the brunch is, like, right next to the, like, car show. And if you bring your car, you get, like, a discount. It's like a club. You, like, pay for a membership to, like, leave your car there to either store it, have it worked on, just be part of this, like, car club. Mm -hmm. So he was, like, today's British car brunch Sunday. And so it'll it'll be, like, Jaguars and... Mercedes, that's not British. Jaguars and like whatever the fuck, Volvos. I don't know. Nope, that's sure. German. <laughs> Cars. Yeah. Yeah. Things before tires. Yeah. We're there. Uh, Mini Coopers, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So they went yesterday to the brunch and he was like, on the, it, there's like a, it's kind of like a, a mall. So you can kind of just go out there for the day. So there's like a barbershop and a restaurant and like all this other stuff. And from the restaurant, you can see the cars. You can't get up close to them, but you can like look at them, I guess. They had this thing called badass bacon. I don't know what they did. The shit was like this thick. It was so covered it was pork in pork belly. Yeah. Okay. But it was covered in some sort of sauce. It was like spicy and sweet. It wasn't candied. I've had like bacon like that before. Mm-hmm. God, it was so good. Now everything you said, Jordan, sound real enticing, but it sound like white folk shit. It does. I'm pretty sure it, it it was giving old white folk shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. I didn't go out there. I didn't see what the the demo was. I got the leftovers, the mm. single piece in the giant food container. Well, I'm a, I'm going to have to try this bacon though. <laughs> Speaking of bacon crackling, you never had crackling. Try that shit if you fuck with pork. <laughs> this has turned to a food pork <laughs> podcast if you haven't noticed. Uh I still haven't This is the last thing about Pork. But he will he will fuck some crackling up. I have not found <laughs> anywhere in the DFW area that makes crackling. Yeah, and I be looking every Ask time him. I'm in a hot a anytime hood spot. He, anytime he meets a native, Ooh. someone who grew up here, where in the fuck is the crackling? <laughs> I know. Do you know what crackling is? And if they say yes, I'll be like, okay, now tell me where do you find it? I will I will go to the hoodest parts of the road, <laughs> or Oak Cliff, or Mesquite. I just need it. And nobody knows where it is. So, that's the only reason I go back home to Texarkana. Mm-hmm. That and my, my grandma family sometimes. But <laughs> mainly the for the crackle. <laughs> and I walk in and be like, already. Can you, like, can you explain what it is to those that don't know? It is the pork, like the meat and the pork skin, I think, of the belly. So, it kind of tastes like a pork chop. But I don't fuck with pork chops. But it's like a bite side of uh, a uh, bite-sized like mini fried pork chop ish and it's mm-hmm. kind of chewy but it's also tender and it has like the pork fat so it tastes like bacon <laughs> and you put like hot sauce on it. it's just one of the best snacks i, I have ever it had. also reminds me of like chicharron yeah and then too. it also like if the funyun is trying to be an onion ring i feel like pork rinds are trying to be crackling <laughs> Yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. Because pork rinds is just the skin alone, mm-hmm. no meat attached. But the crackling has like the meat attached to the skin. It it is just amazing. <laughs> if you know, if you know somebody, send me a, a DM, a 
email the podcast. In the greater DFW Metroplex, this man will drive to Weatherford if he must. Fuck, I will go anywhere. <laughs> Fort Worth, that ain't shit to me. I'm driving. God damn it. Make a day out of it. <laughs> it's the pork. <laughs> it's the crackling trip. I'll document everything. <laughs> God, it's the gonna be the worst shit ever. Driving vlog. Guess what, guys? <laughs> I found trip. it. They'll do a little shit where it takes forever to click in on the shit by the oh, yeah. steering wheel. And you just hear the. Here we go. We're ready to go. <laughs> oh man. The so I was looking at. I've been on Twitter a little bit more than usual recently. Okay. And Welcome I was looking cool at kids. trending topics one day and. Something that was trending was hashtag Prince of Pegging. Okay. Did you see this or did you miss this? I missed it. Or was it just on my suggested? Probably just you. Because <laughs> what Twitter does is they'll, the first thing when you look up like the Discover or whatever is going to be your specific trending and you got to go to like the American trend. So it's a lot of shit. That's how I was watching some of the videos I was earlier because they knew like I like video games. So here go like Tekken. So you own some pegging shit. You're a power I'm, top. I'm, <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> I'm going to go with it was on some royals shit, mm-hmm. but who knows? Maybe. Um, so for a couple of years now, supposedly the next in line for the throne of England, Prince William, has been having an extramarital affair. Mm-hmm. And like supposedly everybody knows, but then again, it's not supposed to be about him, whatever. It, he's supposed to be having an affair with this girl who used to be a friend of Kate's. She's a Marchioness, Marcia, some weird ass fucking title. Um, and supposedly the Kate and the girl fell out, and it's because of this and whatever. So then there's some sort of a blog. It's like a page six, but it's European that um, just posts like random blind leads is what they call them. So there's no factual basis. People just it's like the shade room. People just send some shit in and they just repost it. And so this person put this thing in that was like, it's a well-known fact in like the elite of British society that everybody knows that there is a, a aristocrat of some sort who has extramarital affairs that are approved within the couple because they are into pegging, but their wife is too conservative to get involved. So she agrees to them getting that out of their system elsewhere but they're not allowed to have any emotional connection. And they recently developed an emotional connection with someone. And so it kind of caused like a big kerfuffle. And <laughs> um, then everybody was like putting two, two, two together and was like, oh. <laughs> Literally. They um, were like, oh, this is Prince William. Obviously, this is the whole situation with homegirl. Her and Kate are not friends anymore because... He caught feelings from this chick who was pegging him, and this is, like, really fucking wild. Leading to hashtag Prince of Pegging. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know a lot about the royal family over there. But, so, Prince William, mm-hmm. right, is married to Kate, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why ain't Kate pegging him? Now this is all allegedly. Oh wait, 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 wait. That, that was that was my next question. <laughs> um, you can't get divorced in the royal family. That's that's a no no. You so you can. That is the big giant. That princess died. Their mother got divorced, and then and suddenly then she got came murdered. Dead. Okay, okay. <laughs> because the 
motherfucker was murdered. I but know that she much. was like that was that was very. She was already the like unconventional princess, and then on top of it, instead of just letting her husband cheat on her, she was like, "Yeah, no, fuck this. I'm out. Mm. I'm getting a divorce." Like, <laughs> what you think this is? Y'all already try to control every single thing I do, say, eat, dress, and like I'm pushing back as much as I can, and you want me to accept this shit too? Fuck no. And then he goes and gets married to his fucking mistress. Ew. Okay, okay, okay. So it is highly frowned upon, and William is the son that's done everything right. Because mm. Harry's the one that went and married a black girl, so he gotcha. has to be the, like, everything. And so he removed himself from the royals altogether, right? Harry? Harry? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. They're kind of, like, in a period of, like... Because he was like, he gets rebuilding. money, right? But he said, I don't want no He relinquished money. his title. Okay. And they moved the fuck out. They're kind of like expats, but you can't really be an expat if you have the royal bloodline. Why the fuck they still do this? So that is a discussion and a debate constantly. Why, I why have, just... I've never looked into it. Because the queen, at the end of the day, only holds so much political... Because don't they Power. have like a prime minister? Yes, they have a whole um, democracy situation. They have, fuck, I can't think of what it's called right now. But yes, they do. And that is where all of their parliament, shit. <laughs> That's where their like political decisions are made. She's literally just the face of the country. She's basically symbolic at this point. But they're so rooted in tradition of, you know, being colonists and <laughs> destroying White cultures. Um, that they can't like let the shit go. So, in the UK, they're worrying about fucking spazzing and shit. But they are not concerned <laughs> with this power white family that is just frowning on all of the fun <laughs> shit that you can do in the world. Pegging is, I assume, is fun. Oh, okay. I was going <laughs> to say, pegging is fun. I ain't never been pegged. Uh, if I was, I'd tell y'all. Y'all be the first to know. But if it was Prince William, the ultimate power bottom. The ultimate. Like, it gets no higher than that. Like, he has all the power. He's, he's getting pegged out in these streets. I don't see why. Why Kate ain't just sometimes you got to bite the bullet to please your, your partner? Sometimes, yeah. Did you, Would they go to marital counseling? Is there someone that could, like, coach them into that? There, there is definitely a... a Peg sex therapist in the UK. I, I know it for sure. But do you? Who do you trust? Well, you got to have them sign the NDA or uh, NDP, as I would probably call it, the <laughs> non-disclosure of pegging. You're not telling nobody about this. If your partner wanted to be pegged, you pegging? Oh, we figuring it out. You peg the stallion. Peg the stallion. You peg Bundy <laughs> out here in these streets. <laughs> peg the stallion. Yeah, man. I'm curious. And what if he is not like just a regular, like, you know, little six-incher. He wants, like, the mandingo of the pegging. He wants to be, like, destroyed to where he can't walk the next day. Uh, you're making it weird. It was already weird. It doesn't need to be pushed. If if you said yes, and that was, like, an easy yes, then you got to take it. How far are you willing to go? You got to push the boundaries. Never been in the situation, so I, I couldn't tell you. But never say never. Yeah. We can definitely figure it out. Define figuring it out. Well, for one, I'm lazy. So there's only so much effort I'm going to be putting in where I'm going to be like, okay, I'm tired. (laughs) Oh, man. Damn. I get it. I get it. Uh, I get it. Pillow princess. It is what it is. 
Um, She's always been. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we can make that happen. Yeah. You pick, pick Thursdays. Just once a week, you gotta gotta figure it out. I've always been interested in like um, this is back when we used to sneak and watch Real Sex on um, HBO. Mm-hmm. The like Karma Sutra coaches. Mm-hmm. That's always been really interesting to me. But what was also really interesting to me is when people would do it like in a class where it would be like three couples doing mm-hmm. it all like in the same room. Mm-hmm. That doesn't interest me. Well, because I want to. I need to be able to try things without feeling like I'm going to be embarrassed. Mm. I need to like. I need to be able to fail freely. Well, I remember watching some of those episodes, and most of the time, it's you don't actually have the sex. You just practice the the aura, energy, and positions. So I guess, like, in that setting, it's okay if other people are in there because it's intimate, but it's not full frontal, I'm looking at your dick. Like, we may be just in our under rules, and we holding not each other rules. and, you know, feeling yeah, that Yeah, I don't want to do all that with other people around me. I'm, you're not going to get me freely doing that ah, gotcha, around other gotcha, people. Gotcha. I'm not really an exhibitionist like that. I'm diet for sure. I'm diet <laughs> exhibitionist. I'll be out here in these streets. You get some liquor in me, full flown. Full blown. Full blown exhibitionist. I don't walk around ass naked in front of my friends one time because I was real fucked up. I was trying to prove a point. Uh, point was proven, but then my friends just had to take care of my naked ass. Um, there, there is a quote from an intimacy coach, which is what we're talking about, okay. that I thought was interesting where it was like, more heterosexual men are unlearning their shame-based biases around receptive anal and more heterosexual women are becoming empowered by the depictions of pegging they're witnessing in popular media. Um, she predicts that pegging will continue to become more and more mainstream until it's no more taboo than a hand job or bullet job. Sure. It That's kind of is in our conversations, but our conversations are not normal. Yeah. We, <laughs> we talk about it. We, we get there. And then once we're there, we're like, all right, is there we? but we're like that with a, a lot of shit. It's not like, it's just, nothing but freaky shit like you know racial shit uh social shit we have a, a interesting group of friends that uh all not specialized but take interest in certain shit so once we come in a group setting mm-hmm. it's like okay this is what i i think this is what i've done this is what i've experienced what i've read up on i think we the, discuss. yeah the big thing about the people we're surrounded by and it's because of who we are as people so we have to be surrounded by these types are, we're all inspired by learning interesting shit. Yeah. And no judgment. No judgment. No judgment. Open-minded. Yes. Yeah. That's that's big. That's apparently one of my... I might, you might get roasted, but... Oh, no. I'm going to talk shit, but I'm not going to judge <laughs> but you But it's afterwards. not judgment. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> it's like you, okay. So explain to me more. I like that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to that. Because we got we need an update from last week. Okay. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that was two weeks. Two weeks. Callback. But anyway... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I encourage all of y'all. This is uh, the Find Better Friends Corner. Uh, find friends that don't judge I you. I thought you were going to say, I encourage all of you to try pegging. <laughs> uh-uh. I already almost set myself up for judgment from you motherfuckers already. Damn it. If, uh, like I said, if I'm getting pegged, I'll let y'all know. I- this whole conversation up. The other thing that I found interesting was um, Pornhub Insights, that bellwether of cultural trends, is a quote, direct quote from Rolling Stone, said that pegging had gone up 318% on, on their search whenever this started happening, particularly in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Google Trends said that pegging had gone up 400%. Because all the white people are like, what the fuck it's is like, pegging? You can, do, you can do what now? 
Huh? <laughs> hey, Samuel, come here. <laughs> that, I want to try something. That was the accent. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I don't have a UK accent. And then the, the ending to all of that is, per usual, the royals don't address anything ever. Mm-hmm. Almost never. Like the queen putting out a statement about Harry and his... Um, relinquishing the title was like a big deal because they don't address anything ever but they just put quiet tipsters like out in the streets to talk to the blogs basically anonymous Mm -hmm. stuff and so they have not addressed but this is all alleged supposedly it's not prince william but fucking hashtag prince of pegging really caught my attention that day and i went down the fucking rabbit hole like you said the (laughs) ultimate power bottom there is nobody higher than him when it comes to that and if you do it do it enjoy it just yes. don't just have your wife do it or you know if that's the agreement don't catch feelings don't catch fucking feelings and i feel like in a royal situation could you not just pay somebody if it's that gonna be that big of a deal if you catching feelings or mm-hmm. does that take some of it away from you like do you need to have a relationship with them and you don't want it to feel that well, you, you don't you don't want everybody inside you you know what i'm saying you gotta find somebody special but you're you are literally like the government like you can't find a service. So the you're saying of you could have just money that's coming out of that place. You saying you they should have just made a department, the department of pegging. Yeah. And then just had a rotation of peggers. That way you you're not emotionally attached. All they're doing is just strapping a thing on, mm. and you're going about your your peggy day. Yeah. That's okay. I feel like okay. this can't possibly be the first time this has happened. Of course. Before it was plastic pegs, they probably had wooden pegs back with Prince Prince Harry, Ow. Henry and them was out there in them streets. I would think glass. Oh no! If you make it solid enough, it's not going to break. But if when it does, <laughs> you you die from anal fucking. But I think the original dildos were glass. No, that makes sense. Like in in theory, either it had to be like glass or. Uh, like some kind of wood doesn't make sense. I can tell you that. Well, in my mind, I'm thinking unless like, maybe you put like a yeah, sheepskin on top of yeah, it or something. some kind of skin. Like I was thinking a condom, but condom was back then probably sheepskin or something mm-hmm. to to cover it, so you're not getting splinters in your ass. Just thank God for silicone. Like we don't Man. have those problems. Cause Man. shit. Because <laughs> you getting pegged back in Egyptian times. What the fuck was it? Stone. <laughs> Oh, I guess. Yeah, man. Like marble. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're but that shit hefty. It is. Damn, your ass heavy. Like you, you're being sunk. sunk. Oh, damn. But okay, mm. I wasn't predicting mm. this rabbit hole. I had a. <laughs> mm. I mean, I had a feeling, but I still wasn't ready. Mm. Lord have mercy. But with all of that being said, along the same God line, God bless the queen. <laughs> God save the prince. Because <laughs> one way or another, he get his ass toe up. <laughs> He'll have no fury. <laughs> like a princess scorned. Um, he getting his ass toe up. <laughs> the, uh, we talked, I think two weeks ago, where I quoted word for word, this video of this girl who's getting interviewed on the street. And she's like talking about how she got cheated on by her ex. And she was like, so I fucked his mom. And it's yeah, like yeah, one yeah, of my yeah, favorite yeah. videos of all time. The algorithm, if it's meant for you, it shall be shown to you. Yes. Showed me this guy. He does these interviews. And of course, you know, you see these interviews and you're, you know it's a series, but you don't really give a fuck. Like the one you saw was entertaining. You don't like go looking for more. Mm-hmm. But more of them popped up. 
And so it turns out this guy's particular shtick is not like, like, you know, there's the guys that go to the nightclubs and interviews people drunk and like quizzes them on shit and stuff like that. This guy's shtick is asking for like dirty secrets. And he has a podcast called uh, Dirty Street Interviews. What is it? Dirty, Dirty Street, Street Confessions. Confessions. Yeah. But it's only on YouTube because we looked him up because his particular Instagram page is super duper humble. And this video popped up of him asking this chick on the street, what's the freakiest thing you've ever done? And this lady says that she fucked the guy and his mom. And I just need y'all to go find this kid's, this page because the Dirty Street Confessions podcast is insane. I think you need to say that again. Yeah, it was a guy and his mom, and then they clarified, like, his stepmom? She said, no, like, his birth mom. Like, they were getting it on. She said, the mom comes in the room. She's confused. The son says, come over here and do what you do best. And the mom proceeds to give him head, and then they gave him head together. Listen, I don't know why, how we ended up here, but I it came across my timeline, and I need to share, and I need everybody to, to also see. This is just the Freak-A-Leak episode. Now, look, <laughs> I, I, I'm i thinking about it, and I think she was clout chasing. Yeah, a little bit. Had to have been. Because there is no way on this planet Earth, if you are ancestral, if that is the case, there is no way you think you can share that with somebody else. These are consenting adults, too. Yeah, yeah, adults. yeah, yeah. At least that's what we're assuming. Yeah, because this lady was older. Yeah, she was at least 40-something. But to say, like, I'm fucking my mom, already some crazy, already looked at. My chest. Yes, my already chest. looked at. You are wildly, that, that's uh, illegal. Yeah. It's illegal. Uh, for a reason. And then for you to be like, I think I can convince this other woman to jump down this ultimate what the fuck. Like, that, that's just a wild concept. There is no way that actually happened. And if you did, you thought that was something, that moment you had, I'm going to go to a, a podcast, a YouTube video, an interviewer, and I'm yeah, going to share that. Yeah, it's a camera in front of you with a stranger. Yeah. And I'm going to share that. That means that he had to have been getting molested his whole life, and he just made it. He just normalized it. Yeah, hella weird. I will say, not everything on that channel is that crazy, and those dudes are funny as hell. And, mm-hmm. But the the guy who does the interviews, his tagline is, he makes sure that he's like super open right. to what people are saying, and so he just lets them say it. He doesn't like, he reacts in a funny manner, but not in a way that's like judgy. So that people keep talking and his like go-to line is, I like that for you. Yeah. And that is my new favorite shit. It's good. It's <laughs> like, good. Uh, yeah. Of not like some must, like, couldn't be me, but instead it's, I like that for you. Uh, good shit. Good shit. That's how you feel. Uh, I think what actually happened was it was just an older woman and he told her that's my mom. At, yeah. That feels better. Yeah. <laughs> like instead of saying like, oh. It's just the woman, like, this is my girlfriend. It, like, played into his fantasy yes. of some sort. That's what it was. That's what it was. And she wasn't privy. She didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> so she just played into it because that was probably part of her fantasy, too. We know people. We know are, people. That are into this shit. Mm-hmm. No judgment. Because like, we've had these conversations. Yeah, and it was like, okay. All like, right. Cool, I like cool that for shit. you. Yeah, I like that for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, I couldn't, I wouldn't do it. But if you like it, I love it. Uh. 
So, yeah, I think he was like, yeah, I'm going to tell her this is my mom. And she was like, oh, this is mama. And he was like, she going to rock with it. You, you got to know who you, you playing up with. And if you, you know your opponent, you can succeed very well. <laughs> and he succeeded. He he lived out a fucking fantasy. If, if Yeah, if that's what you were going for, I guess that was a success. Hey, man. But everything on that page is really wild. And I I was on it for at least 45 minutes. Because them dudes are funny. Mm-hmm. I will. I need to reiterate, they were are really freaking funny. Yeah. It's <clears throat> good shit. Go, go check them out. If you want some freaky entertainment. And then the other thing I just wanted to mention while I was on the webs, all these different channels that I watch, like a bunch of like podcasts and like conversational type things, they all did hot wings challenges in the last like three weeks. Oh, damn. And like, we're not the originators of it, but we did do that shit at the beginning of the year. Damn, man. They stole our steez. <laughs> I was like, why is everybody doing this shit now? I don't know. Maybe the hot sauce is readily available now or something. Or, you know, you just got to pull out that content. Wanted to eat something spicy. I thought you was going to come to me with another challenge. I was like, here no, we go. But we are going to do the tortilla challenge. We got to. We have to. Because that shit is funny as hell. We got to. The the damn, I've watched Kevin Hart and The Rock, Rock. do the tortilla challenge at least 20 times. Yeah. I watched it 10 times the first time I saw it, it off rip. I don't I don't like The Rock and Kevin Hart's movies, but I love the press junkies. Yeah, yes. Them two together <laughs> is hilarious. hilarious. Every time they do press, it is comedy. But their movies like this is the tenth variation of Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart in some shit. Like I don't have to see it anymore. Well, this is an anime movie, so it's just their voices. Yeah, I get it. Also, did you see today they asked them whose pet would they want to be? And The Rock went said, first. And he said, Meg Stallion. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. No hesitation. I'll yeah. be Meg Stallion's dog. Yep. To be, But to be fair, her dog lives a fucking life. Has its own Instagram. His name's Foe. <laughs> mm. And he has the best life. And I think she just got another dog, too, like recently. They're Frenchies. Well, she got to do something. So you might as well. But, um... I also saw a meme today, and it was like four different screenshots of The Rock, and they all look like they're the same thing. And they're like, these are four different movies. And he literally looks like the exact same character in every single one. To, to Arnold Schwarzenegger walked, so The Rock can sprint. <laughs> like, don't worry, I'm going to do the same shit, and people still going to buy the shit, and we all buy the shit easily. Out here looking like a real-life cronk. <laughs> Press the lever. <laughs> Wrong lever. <laughs> uh, I will say the fucking Jungle Cruise. I thought was gonna be dumb as hell, but it was one of the things that came up as a suggestion, and I was like, "Fuck it, let me just watch it." It was actually pretty entertaining. Hmm, okay. It was an interesting storyline that I was not ready for. Okay. But Jumanji was not fun. <laughs> you didn't like Jumanji? It was okay. I fucked with Jumanji and the second one. I haven't watched the second one. Mm. I was bored with the first one. I fell asleep on the first one. What? Yeah, I did. Damn. That's like the best movie they have together. That's why I don't go watch movies. Because I don't. It's just not in my wheelhouse. We gonna have to get you to watch movies, bro. They just don't. I was telling her earlier about Anywhere, Everywhere, All Together, All at Everything Once. Everything at Once. Yes. <laughs> I heard about it. It's like one of the best movies to come out this year. And it was. It was It was a dope fucking I want to watch it. I definitely have like read the things about it. 
you got to pay attention, and you gotta you got you can't go in like thinking it's gonna be one way because it's definitely made a bunch of turns. And I was like, dope shit, good concept. Diva was confused. Our other <laughs> friend was confused, but it is okay. <laughs> I explained it to them. Oh my god, that's my least. Oh, that I don't, shit. I don't do oh. it. I don't do it unless I'm deliberately asked what the fuck is going on, and then <laughs> I'll explain what's happening and how did we get to this point. I don't say, well, you know. If Every you, single movie date I have ever been on, I have had this the motherfucker next to me trying to mansplain the plot. This motherfucker one time tried to mansplain the plot of the live action Jungle Book, and I am infuriated by it to this day. You know who does that from a, a woman's plane? Texas. Texas. I knew you were going to say Texas that. Texas does the same shit. <laughs> and I understand movies, concepts, themes, fucking, I can, the plots, I can call plots, like, from the first act. Like, I can tell how it's going to go. And I'll fuck with Diva all the time, like, call the movie. But I don't, like, if we're watching the movie, I'm not going to say anything. I'll I think just watch it. That's the other thing about the theater experience that I can't stand either is I cannot stand to be that person that's like making the noise or like causing the problem. Like it makes my anxiety like go crazy, mm-hmm. notwithstanding some other situations. But I, <laughs> I, if, if I'm going into watch the movie, I, it, it drives me nuts and I don't want to be that person. So if anybody around me is doing anything like that, it gives me so much anxiety that I want to get out of there. I've had some really bad experiences in movie theaters, actually. Well, and some good ones, but some well, bad friend, ones. We, we, when we were younger, we had a great, you know, few movie experiences with the squad watching uh, shit Will Ferrell was in and shit. <laughs> uh, shit Will Ferrell was in. Yeah, man. Back back when movies were just fun with no real point. And nowhere else to go. That yeah, was man. a big thing. Step Brothers, fucking Hangover. Ricky Bobby. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Talladega Nights. Yeah. Fucking, um, it was another one we kept quoting. Get them to the Greek. <laughs> yes. Give him the Greek is so not that interesting of a movie, but it's so quotable and stupid. Yeah. Oh, it's back when movies were good. You was just going to anything to mm-hmm. go. And I enjoyed every second. But yeah, I was I did literary criticism for fun as a contest. <laughs> Do not try to explain metaphors or allegory to me ever in any medium. How dare you? Oh my god. Motherfucker. The only time I ever need anything, and I'm not going to ask you during the movie, is if we're, it's like Marvel, and I'm trying to figure out how some things like play into the universe. Mm-hmm. But I don't. those movies are always set up to stand alone, where you can enjoy it, even if you don't understand what's happening. And mm-hmm. I, there might be some cool shit I might not understand, but we can talk about it later. But if it doesn't have to do with the universe as far as other movies... Don't fucking talk to me. And more than likely, I've read the plot just so I can understand the cultural references because that's who the fuck I am as a person. So leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Bro, big mad. Big mad. I, <laughs> it's one of those things where in the moment I'm like, yeah, I got it. It's not that big of a deal. But then after the fact, I'm like, ugh, this is why I don't go on he's dates. A, he's a 10, but <laughs> when you go to movies. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the fuck I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> He's a 10, but... Oh, that's up next. So, since you brought that up, on Twitter, they've been 
doing this thing and it's been do- being done on other podcasts too where the concept of you know people are rated on a scale of one to ten so like are you, how do you feel are you like a seven an eight a ten and then saying things that might change that rating dramatically mm-hmm. so he's a 10 but he mansplains every movie what does that make him yeah to you to me a fucking five damn but they were really funny concepts <laughs> but i lost the the momentum all right i, I think i got some okay he's uh four but he's willing to take you to Korea <laughs> uh, bi-yearly. Bi-yearly. Yeah, because that's an expensive trip. That's still a four. I'm not that excited about like going and like visiting Korea. Like, I'm not one of those people that doesn't understand the cultural climate of Korea and is all that excited about actually being there. I just like watching the videos because they're really pretty to look at. Okay. They can come here. He's a four and will take me to VIP seats at their concert. BTS's concert. That's a part of the package. No, I don't give a shit about going to Korea. However, like takes me to shows here. It's a solid seven. If he's a four in my mind, are we talking physically or as a package? As a package. Because as a package, there's something off there. Right? Because if, if he was ugly but had a nice personality, he'd be a little bit better than a four. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I'm, there's something I'm going to have to suffer through to get to there. Okay. So, we're not, it's not like jumping you up super high. Okay. I don't know if it's worth it. He's a 10, but hates rap music in all pop culture. It's country as fuck. Oh, three. Immediately. Okay. 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 Um, She's a 10. Mm-hmm. But is not experimental in the bedroom. Fuck. We talking pure vanilla? Pure vanilla. The missionary, you got to convince her to give head. Oh, damn. <laughs> that's a that's a three. That's a three. <laughs> we ain't going to get far. 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 Um, okay. She's a four, but... Um, she buys you and will fly you season tickets to all Philadelphia games and enough income to where you can just skip town for Friday game or Thursday games, Monday games. So she, she low key sugar mama. Yeah. She, she a six. (laughs) I'll I'll rock. I'll rock with you for a little bit. I, I feel like we can get through some things. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't gonna share share you <laughs> to my friends, families, or loved ones. You just gonna be popping up at games? Oh yeah, you're gonna be like, how the fuck is he going? Why is he in Arizona? <laughs> Let's go, fly eagles, fly. Let's see if I got one. I got another one for you. Okay, okay. She's an eight, but you have to post every single piece of your relationship online immediately. No, two, <laughs> one. I hate that shit. I hate to that is so tacky to me. <laughs> I feel like you should you should take the Jay Z Beyonce route. You know, post post the special events, mm-hmm. post the pop up with a kid. Yeah, anniversaries. <laughs> you know, here you go. Boom. Share share that moment. But you don't have to know that we went to McDonald's to go get some double cheeseburgers. <laughs> she's a she's a ten. Mm-hmm. Like Doja Cat, your ultimate ultimate ten. Okay. She don't fuck with your mom. 
Damn. <laughs> she an eight. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking Doja level, I'm going to have to just stay at the house, boo. Like, I ain't going to ignore my mama, but, and my mom is a big part of my life, but I mean, fuck. Doja, I got to clap some cheeks for at least a few months. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Let me see if I got any more for you. Uh, she's a seven, mm-hmm. but she literally never drinks water, only eats like little Debbie's and like Fritos. You don't know why she looks like a seven, but she does. <laughs> but I'm like, how did we get to the? She don't, I don't drink know, water, but like doesn't do anything healthy. Like just sits around, watches TV, doesn't super lazy, doesn't want to do anything, only drinks soda and like sugar. Negative. Negative three. <laughs> uh, he's a eight, but he doesn't want to travel anywhere in the world. He's comfortable mm. in his block mm. in the vicinity. That's a like a a three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's stressful. He's a fifteen. <laughs> Not the fifteen. This, this is this is beyond sugar. This is up there with the. The baddest motherfucker walking on this planet, but he's a Trump supporter. Oof. <laughs> it's a it's a two. Mm. It's gonna have to knock it down because like we just we we're not ever gonna be able to have a logical conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah There's just yeah, no yeah. way. How do we do it? How do you? How do you do it, Jordan? I don't know. Um. What if he's just a Republican? And not a Trump supporter. Nah, it's like a like an eight. Okay, okay, you can still rock with it. Yeah, but I mean, it's not gonna last long because you can be Republican in so many ways, but at some point, there's gonna be a moral standing there that we're that is going to be a deal breaker for me, Mm. which is an instant one. There are Republican ideals that I can rock with, but if there are certain ones that you feel strongly about, that that's where you want to buy. He's a 10, but he thinks being gay is a choice. Zero. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Everything else, he's perfectly fine. He's he's liberal. He thinks everybody should be free, but he just thinks You want to get with me, you got to get with my friends. And my <laughs> friends, a lot of them gay. <laughs> You're not going to be talking to them crazy or telling them crazy stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. This is not to say, I mean, listen, we live in the South. I have an affinity for black men. There's a lot of toxic masculinity and yes. like hetero bullshit there. So it's not to say that I haven't fucked with them before, but they don't last long. They got to, yeah. we got to move around. Ain't got time for it. You get your skeet skeet and you leave. Or at least let me introduce you to some new ideals. Mm-hmm. And like, we can educate each other. He's an eight, but he wants to be pegged every Thursday. He's an eight. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. We'll rock with that. He's an eight. We'll rock with it. Um, she's a nine. Mm-hmm. And she's sober. And like wants to do things with you all the time, but can't be around drinking because it oh. affects her sobriety. Oh, when you said sober, I was thinking like she just doesn't drink. Uh, you're saying... That fucks with her life. <laughs> You're not so uh, flared. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, like, the, a lot of my life is 
fun. Like, that's a cornerstone of my life. That's a version of your fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. My version of fun includes drugs and alcohols. Uh, alcohols. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Everything but gin. I'm drinking. Um, <laughs> you said she was a, a what before? A nine. A seven and a half. Okay. Because eventually, like, you marry seven and a halves, but you're going to get a divorce eventually because <laughs> I'm not going to not have my fun and I'm not going to pressure you into doing something that you're not comfortable with. So, mm-hmm. like, my wife now doesn't dabble often. But no, but was, we talking about 100% sobriety and you have, like, she can't fuck with you because she can't be in around. So, that forces so you to change. So, your family parties mm, can't done. do. Oh, yeah. Because we be, we be acting a fool. Mm-hmm. My brother is... Let me just talk about my brother for a second. <laughs> I thought that I was a drinker until I met a prime 21-year-old <laughs> with his father's DNA of drinking. I, I ain't never been sunned in my life. Repeatedly <laughs> sunned every time. I'm like, I'm a hang. And I'm like, no the fuck. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Took me two days in Florida to shake back from... Uh, night of shenanigans like nah nigga leave me alone <laughs> uh so yeah family events if she she's not rocking with it she a six she a six <laughs> just a six yeah because <laughs> everything i do is gonna involve liquor at least that's bare minimum bare minimum like you're you're expecting like chuck is gonna have liquor is there surprise if i don't have it mm-hmm. um yeah that's the that's general it. idea of it yeah Play with your friends. He's a two. Oh, you're not done? <laughs> no, this is the last one. He's a two, but has enough influence and power to get the podcast to be the top ten in the world. You try, if I'm going to take one for the team? Yeah. That's what you're trying yeah, to figure yeah, out right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, how, how bad you want it? <laughs> how bad do you want it? How enough, well, enough power to quit your job in full-time oh, podcast. Okay. God. <laughs> How bad you want it. I was going like five, but if I can quit my job. Quit your job and you're full-time content creator. Oh, we might be at like a seven. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you marry sevens. We've established that. <laughs> Take one for the team, friend. Yeah. I'm, He's giving us I'm new lawyering up so we can figure out how that divorce is going to work out in my favor. Of course, of course, of course. But once we once we get the platform, we good. I feel like if he's a two, two, somehow he'd be dumb enough that I can manipulate him into like leaving me the fuck alone. No, I'm, he he has the mind of Elon Musk, but for podcast networking. But he looks like uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Like limped over, half face, stroke. Oh. Looks like he has monkeypox, but not monkeypox. Please chill. Is that am I? Is it saying the pox? Is it the same thing? Saying spaz? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I'm just um, checking. Yeah, we want the. I might. I might could take that for the team. You got to man. I don't have to. <laughs> you got to man. Come on, man. Come on, man. But I'm we'll tired see. of working. I'm trying to man. I'm trying to live free out here and inspire. <laughs> so take one for the team. We'll we'll let them come through the hunch through the dough. You can come to game night. All right, let's move along. 
How y'all doing, guys? My, nope, see, you have to cut that. Yeah, I have to cut it. How y'all doing, guys? No, you gotta cut all of that. Nah, you can do that. We boys. can't push the ableist envelope like we did in the beginning and then end up here. We can't. We cannot. I'm gonna have to cut some of that shit, too. Damn. Alright. Got anything else? I do. But okay. I've been I've been talking. So do you have something else before I move on? No, man, you can you can take the wheel. You can drive okay. the bus. So I saw this other concept on I think Twitter or like Instagram where it was like a Twitter screenshot, which is weird. Mm-hmm. And it was like what fake music when you were younger on like the shows and the movies that you watched was so iconic that it felt like real music. Mm. So call back to my question from the episode. Xenon, the girl of the 21st century, that fucking song at the end of that movie, zoom, 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 make, make my, my heart, heart go, go boom, boom, supernova girl, girl, was a bop. <laughs> but here's a, even though it's fake, it's an actual song. It's an actual song. But you're but saying like not, a Protozoa is not putting on a concert. Got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Uh, another example, because the singer was a real singer, the Goofy movie. Because that's where my mind was going. Prime, but that, like that's fucking um, Tevin Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we talk for a minute? Yeah, yeah I knew I, I was trying to get there. But yeah, Tevin Campbell made the both song of those songs iconic. Went the fuck yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bops. Uh, you were playing it earlier, but like the Timmy Turner, Icky Vicky, Icky Vicky, Chip Skylark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he had a few bops. Definitely um, crazy. One of the things that it was a big storyline in Degrassi is the boys. Well, all of them had like music careers because all those actors have some sort of like musical talents that they were trying to work into the scripts. Mm-hmm. And so Jake Epstein, who plays Craig, is like a singer, and he had a song that the girl who I used to watch Degrassi with all the time, Carly, was a, she was so obsessed with him, and it started her kick of like obsession with like indie pop punk boy band like band leaders and like guitarists and stuff to mm. this day she's married to a guy that's in a band <laughs> oh that's, that's cool but like she was so obsessed with that i'll never forget that was like her life and in the show the bass player is jimmy drake and the the friends are like playing in the band and it's so fucking stupid but the song is actually kind of legit that they mm. end up playing and there's this whole moment of like stage fright and then he has a career that takes off and then he like leaves <laughs> and it becomes a big star. But yeah. I'm trying to think of a, a show that just had nothing but hits. It's even like Bob's Burgers. I'm trying to like Bob's Burgers always make catchy ass <laughs> shit and then I play it at the end of the, the show and I'll be like this shit kind of yes. go hard. Uh, South Park. A- South Park always yeah. has <laughs> the Bob's yeah, to be able to write a show and be like, all right, we're gonna write this song at the end of it, and then just make this shit fit and go hard. Yes, like I'm a fan, <laughs> but there, there's nothing higher than fucking Tevin Tevin Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? That's all I can. Now it's stuck in my head. Um, every like teenage drama had some episode where someone was singing some some shit. Somebody had a band. Somebody was rapping. Victorious. Raven Simone. Oh, Victorious. The yeah. whole thing was based around fake music. Right. Ariana Grande was cat before she was ever Ariana. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget. 
fucking um, all the Disney shows had mm-hmm. something going on. Because all those child actors were just trying to get to yeah make music. Fucking Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake, they were all on the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> yes, yeah. the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? That's yeah. what it's called? Mm-hmm. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Because my baby watches Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, <laughs> so I thought I was like missing the two together. <laughs> I'm going to watch Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> but yeah, it was just an interesting concept to me. And like all the episodes of stuff where like the the main characters end up doing like a talent show mm-hmm. and like rap an original song. And then they fuck around and everybody loses their mind like, oh my God. Oh my God, you're so okay. talented. That's crazy. I never knew you could do that. Why, <laughs> why did you never tell you us? You never told us. I can't believe you always had this in you. The you guy know. who like everyone overlooks. Didn't the didn't the older boys and smart guy do something at one point in mm-hmm. time? Marcus and uh, what was the other one name? Omar. I Omar. don't know what his real yeah, name yeah. is. That wasn't his name in the show. That's his Mo. real name. Mo. Mo. <laughs> Marcus and Mo. Yeah, yeah. They did like some R&B ass shit. <laughs> Because everybody wanted to wanted to be Beyonce. And that was the other thing about Degrassi that was always funny is they had their little pop punk band. And then Jimmy all of a sudden is rapping and like starts rapping. And then he has to do a show in a wheelchair. <laughs> oh, and then they would show his actual music videos afterwards as Drake. And everybody was like, who the fuck is Drake? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make some ableist jokes. Okay. We, we have exhausted our quota for that for sure. Oh, For we sure. We can't talk about the odd people, Beyonce, or <laughs> unable right, bodies. careful. This camera has not been <laughs> fucking with us today at all. If I say those three things, it's like uh, Beetlejuice or Candyman. <laughs> shit just going to start fucking up out Be of nowhere. careful. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, friend. Go ahead and wrap us up. I will say, before I wrap us up... I remember there was one more thing I wanted to wrap up from last week that I meant to tell you about. I may have found us a volunteer who would like to anonymously vap. Really? <laughs> and then provide the findings. We'll let you know. Okay. <laughs> but I like someone this. may have reached out to me after that episode and was like, no, I saw it on TikTok too and I was thinking about it already. So maybe I'll let you know. I like this. <laughs> They're going to do it around me or do it somewhere else? Somewhere else. Who? You asked too many questions. It, I promised that it would remain anonymous, but if I have results, I will report back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you did your job. <laughs> cool shit. With that being said, I apologize for where this conclusion is going to end, but it's where my brain went, and it's clearly where we've been all night. Never apologize. Okay. So, if you need a pick-me-up this week, we suggest, you know, going out, grabbing you some corn. And once you're done with that, if that doesn't lighten your mood... Maybe you can find an alternative use for the cob. <laughs> well, that, that, was, that was something. Oh, man. Damn. That was a lot. Uh, yeah, if you want to vamp. Let's go go back to the crazy science experiment. You want to vamp, pull up, do the shit. Let me know. I need I need the data to put into the Humanity Meme archives. And whatever you do out here in these streets, eat the corn. <laughs> 
don't use the cob, <laughs> and don't be the next me. Holla. Deuces. <laughs>